0: This is Ali Ciardo, and this is Photo Field Notes, stories and inspiration from professional photographers. This is Ali Ciardo, and I'm here with Emma and Josh Smith from Emma Jane Photography. All right, you two, tell me a little bit about who you are and how you became photographers, how you came together to start this business. So
1: I just started taking pictures of my daughter after she was born, and everyone was like, oh, you should be a photographer. You should do this as a business. You're so good at it. And it just kind of grew from there. I think that um, at first it wasn't something I, unfortunately was, I was serious about it, but not from the business aspect. And so it just, you know, I just kind of did, oh, sessions for my friends and their kids, but it just, there wasn't passion behind it. It was just kind of something I was doing because people were telling me, oh, you're good at it. and You can make money. And it just, at the beginning, I think that that it was just me.
0: so, were you working in another job at the time, or were you, you know, staying home with your kids? Or what, I was, just, I know? was, I was a stay-at-home
1: mom. Josh was working full-time, and I think that that was part of the problem is he wasn't really
2: involved in it then, and it just kind of started to grow and grow and grow. And as what? the business started to grow, it hit a point where it wasn't about the fun and the passion of photography, it was about running a business and, you know, the bottom line. And that really made Emma suffer creatively. And so we really took a step back to say, okay, clearly, we can be successful at this. Let's make it something that we both want to do and that we love doing.
0: So where did you go from there? So then is this when Josh stepped in and said, okay, so you've got the creative business and now you're in over your head with the business part of it. So let me kind of tie things up and get this stuff straightened out.
1: Yeah, for the most part, what happened was I took a workshop from Dean Zolich. He was on the VH1 reality show, The Shot. Um, and and he was throwing this workshop and at first I wasn't going to go because it was fashion. And what do I know, you know, about fashion photography? I was a kids and, and family photographer, but I loved everything about like pop culture and fashion and, you know, weddings. It just was all starting to go that way for me creatively and in my mind. So I went to his workshop and we, you know, it was just me and I shot models and, he follows the structure they kind of did on the show, which is he teaches two separate, um, themes. And then at the end there was like a five minute, uh, concept challenge where you have one light, one model, and you do what you want straight out of the camera and then they judge it. And I actually ended up winning the entire thing, Nice. which, which was really, really, really just, you know, a lot of people are like, what, that can't, you know, that can't happen. And even I was like, no way. This just, that's just I don't know there it's rigged I don't know I couldn't even believe it myself, but just from that and then that was my first year going to Wppi completely changed the course of, the, of photography and where I wanted to go with it and when I got back from Wppi I was so just full of a newfound just passion and a direction I knew that I didn't want to shoot families and kids anymore that shooting in my studio at home was not what I wanted to do I wanted to shoot weddings I wanted to shoot high fashion I wanted to, sh- to shoot glamour and 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 just kind of go in that direction so we we kind of sat down and we decided first of all we needed to change the name because we weren't always Emma Jane photography we were live love laugh photography and really that was more the direction with the kids and the families and
2: just, it didn't speak fashion yeah. and brides
1: yeah it was too cute. It was too cutesy. It definitely works for, you know, the, the kids and families, but it just wasn't working for the direction we wanted to go. So Josh came on board and kind of started to take over the business aspect of it as far as marketing and helping with advertising. And he's definitely more of a people person. I and mean, that sounds kind of weird since I'm, you know, working with people all the time, but he just can relate to people right off the bat, cold. Um, you know, when they, when you first meet where I'm a little bit more
0: anxious and, um, reserved, reserved. So that's where we balance each other out. So how, where did that balance happen in terms of the clients? Was Josh the one meeting with the clients? Were you both meeting with them or did you kind of balance it?
2: We pretty much balanced it. I would let her kind of take the lead with clients so that she could speak more to the vision and kind of sell ourselves and i handled a lot more of the the business networking side because she was completely intimidated by that yeah. just talking to other vendors and hotels and just really getting our name out there in the wedding industry
1: it gets it gets better when you're when you do it for longer i think and that's definitely one of the things that i found in just other photography communities is it's it's not uncommon for photographers to be a little bit more reserved than you would think they would be. Um, and to step out of, out of your shelf and out of your comfort zone kind of takes a little bit more, um, having confidence and faith in, your, in yourself. And I think having Josh on board and having him support me uh, in that aspect has really helped me do that and step out of that comfort zone. Um, and so we meet with clients together and he second shoots. So he's the second shooter um, and it's just, We've completely 180 the business geared towards weddings and fashion. We've even opened up like a side venture now where we put on styled workshop, not workshops, but like photo shoots, styled concept photo shoots called Couture Clicks. And we put those on for other photographers. um, And we do that every year at WPPI. And we've started to roll that out now to our city, um, Seattle. But we're actually relocating back to Los Angeles in the summer. So we'll be based out of Los Angeles now, but we we still travel, but we'll be bringing those to
0: cities
2: kind
1: of hopefully all over the United States, but right now it's more West Coast.
0: So go ahead and share the URL where people can find out more about that.
2: The Couture Clicks is just Couture Clicks. It's C-O-U-T-U-R-E-C-L-I-C-S dot... No, you forgot the
1: C O U. T-U-R-E-C-L-I-C-K-S dot com.
0: Perfect. Okay, so so much to go off of there. So first of all, I want to say I want to go back. So first of all, I love that you mentioned that it can be intimidating starting out. Um, I just remember my first meeting with a client. I was so nervous. I think I was like sweating and my face was red and it was you know terrifying I didn't know I felt like I just was totally out of my element and it's funny over time after you kind of get into the routine and you become much more comfortable with what you're doing now I can do it no problem whatsoever so I think it's it's important that you say that that it it can be scary at first and things do take practice so I'm really glad that you pointed that out because not a lot of people talk about the fact that sometimes at the beginning things can be a lot harder and you just have to keep on going and keep on practicing and things will get better
1: Absolutely. I think that in the industry, there's so much pressure on being perfect and being a rock star. And
0: And and right off the bat. right? Yeah. (laughs) And it's not
1: that, you know, honestly, there are some people that have that, but most people don't. And it takes it takes a while to get there. And I think that one of the things I wish in the beginning when I first started was that people told me, one, if you're in it for the money, then you've got to run it completely 100 percent, just like a business. But when you're running some, when you're running a business and you're doing something because you love it and you have a passion, there's it's it's completely different and it does need to be balanced. You you can you can forget who you are and you can forget what you're about if you try too hard to do what everyone you think everyone expects you to do.
0: Yeah, and that's a that's a running theme that I've heard from every photographer I think that I've talked to is you can't do what you what everyone expects you to do. You can't just try to be what everyone else is. You have to be yourself and you have to kind of pave your path.
1: You can. And, the, and, there, you know, I think that communities are a wonderful thing, photography communities. I mean, I, st- I started out on I Love um, Forum, um, and I've, I've graduated to, you know, over the course of the years through uh, Open Source Photo, which is, you know, David J and uh, Becker, the B-School, which I'm still on there and, and kind of on OSP. But right now, I think the big that Facebook is just taking over, and it's it's a huge. We've just met so many amazing people, um, kind of in that area. But the one the one thing that I would stress to people that are new is definitely don't get caught up in other people. You know, definitely don't get caught up in what other people say, you know, oh, you've got to post-process and it's got to be bright and colorful and alienized. And just because there's a a theme going on or everyone's using the new pink velvet chair or a peapod, you don't have to be that person. You should be the person you should do photos and you should be creative the way you want to. Don't fall into that running out to buy every single prop you see. I totally got caught up in that at the beginning. And you know what? It just, it totally was not who I was. And I think that that became the problem. There really is just so much for new photographers coming into the market that I wish I had known when I started out.
0: Right. And that's kind of why I wanted to do this podcast is because I think it's great to tell the stories and tell the ups and downs because a lot of people, when they start out, they kind of feel like, like you said, they have to be, you know, zero to 60 and, two seconds and be, you know, that rock star photographer. And they see these people who are successful. And I want to tell the story of those challenges that are faced along the way and what it takes to build. And, you know, the fact that it's not always just perfect overnight, it really takes time to build a business.
1: Absolutely.
0: So can I talk a little bit about the fact that, so you guys have just moved to LA or you're in the process of moving to LA?
1: We're in the process of moving back to LA. We lived in LA most of our lives. And then six years ago, we moved up here. Um, And we've just decided that for a few different reasons, most of which is the weather.
0: So can you talk a little bit about that and how that has affected your business or how you're kind of planning? What's your game plan for moving back to L.A. and taking the business back with you? That's definitely one of the things that we've encountered is is the hard part. But with L.A. being such a,
1: you know, people are like, oh, it's such a more saturated market. Oh, my gosh. You know, you've got... You know david jay is out there jasmine stars out there becker's out there you know just so many of the rock star photographers and the and the real awesome photographers are out there but I'm not competing with them by any stretch of the imagination so that doesn't really worry me before we moved here I was when I was pregnant with my daughter I was actually working for the florist who did the flowers at my wedding and so that's kind of where I started to to really also grow and love weddings is just being around it. When I plan my wedding, it was just amazing. And so that's always where the passion for weddings has come from. And so actually I've always stayed in touch with him and I already have a part-time job set up for while my daughter's in school because she'll be going to first grade. So that the day is actually longer for me. And I'm going to be doing that part-time and that's already opened up doors that I didn't even think would happen this quickly. He's already referred me a wedding because they actually live here. So they want their engagement pictures here and they're getting married in LA. So it works out. It works out perfectly. So, you know, I, I feel that I can help him as far as social media networking, Facebook, because he doesn't have any of that set up. So I'm kind of going back to be like an
2: administrative assistant, um, and helping him out there and just kind of learning everything that we learned getting into the industry and growing our you know our online brand and just kind of helping a lot of people in LA aren't there yet.
0: That's brilliant though to work that network. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Because it's so oversaturated and there's just such a huge market around them that they've never really had to go into the whole social media world because they've got a standard marketing right. plan.
1: So that's that's our our Going back, that's our kind of number one door that we're opening. We're gonna be changing all our SEO over this week to reflect Los Angeles. Again, we'll still travel. We have, you know, we'll still come up to Seattle and we'll still travel the United States and, and if if destinations open up, we're definitely love to come out to whoever wants us. But I think one of the things that I worry about the most now is how are people going to find us. We don't, you know, we don't have hundreds and thousands of dollars to, to pour into marketing and advertising and, and things like that. So we're going to have to go about this more roundabout and touch it on through Facebook, social media, and the connections that we have with, you know, we already know a lot of people down there, uh, photography wise. So they know that we're coming and they've, you know, so referrals, they've already people that, are already booked out for this year and the beginning of next year We're we're kind of open. So they've said that they'll send referrals our way, which is definitely a, a plus and just word of mouth. We've shot weddings there before. So people that we've shot for are really excited that we're coming out because now they feel that they can refer, refer locally to us. I mean, that's our biggest challenge is just getting our name out there and, and really hitting our target market, which has still been a struggle for us even here in Seattle, knowing who, our bride is and our price point and really marketing to that specific.
0: Right. Well, the greatest thing is that you do have the ability through kind of the use of social media networking to connect before you even go there. And I just experienced this myself. I moved from Chicago, kind of the, well, it was a, Chicago is a very saturated market to Michigan, which is, you know, a smaller market and everyone talks about Michigan and the economy, but I was really able to start that networking and start those connections before I came here. So that by the time I got here, I really felt like I had a pretty solid ground to start with. So that's very smart
2: and Emma kind of hit on it but we're not completely abandoning Seattle if, right. if anything we're adding LA to it obviously we've still got a huge network up here and we're still gonna shoot up here
0: so some travelings in your future exactly yes <laughs> all right so tell me you've touched on some of the challenges as far as kind of the separation of art and business what do you think are some of the Beyond that, are there any kind of challenges that you've hit along the way? Has there ever been a time when you're just like, oh, why did I do this? Or a time when you feel absolutely elated to be doing it? And just from that, what's your kind of just general overview or advice for people who are kind of starting the business, in the business, um, thinking about joining the business?
1: You're definitely going to want to give up. There, There are times that I'm like, let's sell our equipment. Let's, we're done. I'm done. I don't do this anymore. <laughs> Where I just get so frustrated, mostly just getting the inquiries, the good quality leads coming in for our market and not giving up who we are and going, okay, I'll, I'll take that wedding and I'll drop my price point by a thousand dollars. It's just, a, it, it is a struggle to know who you want to market to and to stand strong and say, well, you know, I'm, I'm getting these leads, but these are, are brides that aren't in my budget and just having the, the back to, to say I'm going to refer them out because they they aren't my target. They're, high, you know, they would be highly discounted and it's just not somewhere I want to take the business and the brand. You know, you don't want to start discounting everything because you're going to be known as call that photographer and they will work with you.
0: Right, not, so it's learning not, to say no. Yes,
1: learning yeah. to say no is a huge thing and not being not getting down upon yourself when when that happens, because it does take a while to hit the market that you want and to get those quality leads come in. That's our biggest struggle still to this day, but it is something you just have to have faith in yourself and your work and know that you're worth more. And a lot of up-and-coming photographers that we see will shoot, I'll shoot for $900, I'll, I'll burn a CD. There's so much more to it than just wow, my, my, my expense is only $20 for the CD. You're not countering your time or equipment costs and overhead and business insurance, which every photographer needs to have. God forbid, if something happens at a wedding or, you know, a guest trips over something or your stuff is stolen, you need to have insurance. Right.
0: And not to mention taxes that are taken out of that. So at the end of the day, if you're shooting a wedding for $900, you're making nothing. Yeah, you, you
1: really aren't. And it's it's hard to tell people that. I, well, it's just a hobby. So to me, it's just extra money. But really, it's it's just not. What is your time worth away from your family? What is, you know, what is your what is your minimum amount you will literally get out of bed for and be away from your family for not just the 8 hours of the wedding but the follow up the editing the marketing of the wedding and and everything that comes along with it what what's that worth to you you know so so for new photographers coming into the market that really enjoy doing this definitely sit down and and there's you know you can find resources online of course now nothing comes to my head to to mention right away but as
2: far as like learning pricing and Lawrence Chan talks about pricing a lot on his blogs. And we've kind of taken a lot from what he has taught. He's been really beneficial. Yeah, definitely. To to Furious.
1: So, along the way, there are going to be challenges and you're going to want to give up. But if you're doing what you love and you you want to continue doing it, then you're going to get past that. Have a drink of wine. (laughs) (laughs) Have some chocolate. Relax. Reflect. Come back to it the next day. The things that when I'm editing the photos and I see a moment, it makes it makes it all click. It makes it all come together. Capturing just the look of of the dad walking her down the aisle,
2: Some, the groom yeah, laughing as he's standing there holding his bride. They're it's, just
1: it's just the, those moments that make it all worthwhile. And then seeing the feedback and hearing. The, the, the brides and, and the clients and, and really our friends, because for us, that's part of what we do. We'd rather take less weddings and become friends with our clients than just be a high volume company and churn out weddings and not really get to know our clients. So I'm friends with 90% of my brides on Facebook. Um, and they, to this day, you know I still have brides. They'll comment on things that I'm doing and we still stay in touch. And I think that's definitely part of building up your brand and and who you want to be. But when I get their feedback and they love a picture they like it, or they suggest it to their friends, or I see three new, you know, likes on our fan page from people that were at her wedding, that kind of makes it all worthwhile for them to love their wedding and their pictures really brings it all back around. It's, it's, it's not about the money after the wedding, you know, you get paid up front. Hopefully you guys are all getting paid up front. (laughs) (laughs) you know, depending on, on how you run your business after for us, it's not about print sales, it's not about any additional things, it's about how our clients react to the photos and how they connect emotionally to them. And that's really what what makes it all come together at the end of the day. When I'm when I'm editing those photos and I'm just like, Yes, I nailed that shot <laughs> and I can see it, then I'm that just it it all comes together and not every not every wedding is one of those where I'm like this is amazing you know just the other day I'll be honest I was like wow that really is flashy what was I thinking for some of the shots coming into the church And, and it's one of those things you're constantly learning you're constantly evolving you're constantly thinking of ways you can improve and as long as you're always doing that and you're always open to learning and growing and criticism constructive of course then I think that you have the tools to be successful. It's when you kind of stop letting those things affect you and you're just like churning out a wedding and you don't really care what happens after and you realize that, you know, you're shooting at ISO 1600, but you don't care. That's maybe time to reevaluate what you're doing and why you're doing it.
0: All good summary. Yeah, so I guess in short, you've said, let's see, um, it's all about the network Um, being friends with your couple, having fun with it, but also concentrating on the business and remembering that it is a business and there are expenses um, like insurance and like tax. And depending on your state, you have to definitely, you know, in Michigan, I found out moving from Chicago to Michigan, sales tax is you have to tax 100% of everything you do. Whereas in Illinois, it's you're taxing only the products. So know the business, know the state. Um, and let's see, what else did you say? Um, oh, and it's not gonna—you're not gonna go to z- from zero to sixty overnight. It takes time. It takes practice. Um, it takes a lot of just going on through it and not giving up.
1: Absolutely.
0: Well, good. Okay, so my last question for you: Do you have a book? And this doesn't have to be about photography. It could just be about life. It could be a just for fun book, or it could be about business. But do you have a book that you want to recommend?
1: Josh, answer that because I'll be completely honest, I don't read books.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> Josh, do you happen to have a book? Do you have a mag or another I
1: can, I can, But,
0: but I'll, before he
1: recommends books, because he does have business books that um, I know he's going to recommend, I recommend to all photographers, no matter what genre, is to look through magazines, especially for those in wedding and fashion, because if they are no matter what magazine is, even if it's Us Weekly, if it's Vogue, if it's Cosmo, Whatever it is, there's inspiration hidden in every page of those magazines. Um, so versus going to other photographers' websites for inspiration, I turn to magazines because I don't feel like I'm, you know, everyone, everything has already been done before. Everything's already been done before. But for inspiration, I highly recommend um, going through magazines, clipping, posting a little inspiration board by your by your desk for inspiration, and also using the website Pinterest, yes. which is P-I-N-T-E-R-E-S-T dot com. Um, I have one, you can find me there. Uh, Emma Jane Photos. I I start a board for every shoot that I have coming, a concept shoot before I, I do it. Like I had a the couture click, I had one in Santa Monica. I started a board with ideas that I wanted for that, and I do that before every shoot. Um, And I also recommend the site to my brides, and then they share the folder with me of ideas and maybe photos that they like so I can Mm. kind of get an idea of their vision.
0: I like that.
1: I would highly recommend that, and Josh will
2: recommend. The latest book that I've read is called Love is the Killer App by Tiss It's an awesome book. Not only does he talk a lot about networking, but just a lot about friendships and compassion. And I think that is where the whole wedding industry is going, you know, not just have a client, but have a friend. And that's really what he hits on really well.
0: Thank you so much. You both are so full of good advice. I feel like we could go on and on. (laughs) If you like what you heard, I'm currently supporting this podcast through listener donations. So head on over to photofieldnotes.com. And if you want to support what you heard and hear some more like it, give a little bit and we'll keep it going. Thanks for the support.